You didn't care. Good morning. You didn't care. Here's a man who's usually wrong. You didn't care. But he doesn't care. You didn't care. Here's a man who eats things that make a billy goat puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast. And here's your host, Eric Zane. Yeah, yeah. Make sure these strings are even or Rick will have a temper tantrum. Ha ha! Ah! Welcome! Oh, did you hear that? Oh boy! <laughs> Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. We have begun a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal, my friendly, family, fun, ready, personal adventures. So many of them, my goodness. You know, you can go to just about any show to hear the news of the day and the tabloid shit. I mean, everybody does that. But there's only one person on the entire planet who can give you the goings on in my brain and life. And you know, it's my job to make those fun. I will take that duty and uh, present it to you in a timely fashion and order. That is the goal. All right. Each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday, at about this same time. For those keeping score, there's many ways you can get the show. But the two things I park on the most, let's start with the audio podcast. When uh, when I get done doing this live show, I take the audio and post it everywhere. You can then download it on whatever podcast app that you like. Just search Eric Zane Show. You'll find it or you can get it on my website, ericzaneshow.com. If you want it live in the moment where you can make smart-ass comments to me and um, troll me, Jason Schaefer, who for two days has decided he wants to destroy me. I don't know why. What did I ever do to you? Um, then you can take advantage of that freedom. Freedom! On Twitch. The show is available on Twitch live with the video component. Yes, me live streaming all of this. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. E-R-I-C-Z-A-N live. Welcome. Uh, When you go to Twitch, follow, hit, hit, hit the follow button. Okay. And then you'll like know when I go live. And then if you want to take it a step further, uh, you're going to subscribe on the big red button at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. It says uh, Twitch Prime. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you get that free. You get one free a month. And please make that me. It's just a couple of keystrokes. And then you take uh, your Amazon Prime account and you link it up with Twitch. 
That is a huge benefit that costs you nothing if you have Amazon Prime. And it really helps your old pal Eric Zane because it's actually worth dollars, $5, half of which goes to the two Canadian Twitch gurus who help me. Uh, and then the other half goes to your old pal Eric Zane. So it's very, very beneficial. So that's, that's something you can do that uh, doesn't cost you a damn dime. If you don't have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe with your actual hard-earned dollars. That's totally up to you. This allows you to view the live stream with no ads during. You will all, everybody gets an ad when they start. That's why I started like five or ten minutes beforehand. And to kind of get you warmed up. Warmed up with waiting. With this thing that says stream starting soon. I guess. I don't know. But uh, thank you so much. And Patriot Nick is, is the uh, clubhouse leader. By a uh, by long shot. Because he has... um. He, whenever he sees someone new, he like gifts a subscription in the channel. That is so kind of you to do that. He just did that for Maureen. He has given 291 gift subscriptions in this channel. What that is so, that's unbelievable. I mean, that's a lot of cash, Nick. I mean, my God, buddy. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. If you want to do that, you do that. Uh, Duchess of New Jersey says, throwing out subscriptions like candy. Also, if you've been with me on Twitch from the beginning, uh, your badge is now looks to be like a dark blue or a navy blue. For, for the amount, as the months pass, your badge, it says EZ, changes color. There's also emotes or... Emojis or emoticons or whatever. Uh, somebody wants to throw up the dogs. I'll do it too. I got uh, Milo, Lincoln, Daisy, uh, Buddy, Benny. Where the hell is Bruce? Okay, there's Bruce. Who am I forgetting? O'Neal. There's O'Neal. Look at that. Those are the legends of this show. So much fun. Okay, enough of this nonsense. Uh, I titled the podcast, I Have Earned Back All of My Pooh Bear Points as we do this from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. It is true. I asked the question to the queen of the forest, my lovely wife. I go, have I? Because I had been like, I continue, like three times I lost all my Pooh Bear Points and this is not good. You do not want to be losing Pooh Bear points. You see, when you've been with the same lovely lady since you're 18 years old, this is how it goes. You have these little uh, nuanced hierarchy moments. And if I upset her, I am losing all my Pooh Bear points. And, you know, it's just not good for the household. You want to try to keep a balance of sweetness here. I try to get out all of my demonic moments here on the show when I act like an asshole. Okay? But I have, I, I gained them all back. And I'll tell you why in just a second. Uh, but however, she did call me this morning and said that I lost all uh, some Pooh Bear points. And I said, well, why? What the fuck happened? How could I possibly? I, you just told me I got them all back. 
And she says, I couldn't find my keys for my car. And I said, I told you last night where I put them. I did. I say, I said, honey, and I jangled them. And you acknowledged me. I said, I got your keys and I'm putting them right here on top of this uh, little, uh, uh, what do you call it? Dresser. And you did say, okay, so do I really lose Pooh Bear points for that? And she said, well, well, there's something else. So she didn't really say yes or no. She went to the next thing. I go, oh yeah, what's that? She goes, well, I got into my car. And I started the motor, and the radio was turned way high. I always listen to music really loud. And so it blew her out of the car, and I go, all right, well, you know, you're right. I guess I did lose a couple there. But uh, for the most part, I had them full before she got into the car today. More on that as to how I filled the coffers. But first, um, I am really, really proud because I have shattered... My personal best on the bench press yesterday. I had a full complement of team knuckle dragger in the gym. Brian and Andy are there. Now, those are the two old timers. Not only do they work their asses off in the gym, but they have old man strength. So, I mean, my God. And uh, Andy had been out of the gym for some time due to illness of some type. I don't know what the hell it was. Uh, And he... um, And he's the loud, obnoxious one. He's the pain in the ass. And he's always like busting people's balls inside of the gym. And I'm always like, God, it was so quiet with you gone. Go back to being sick. And then his son, Parker, who now Parker is like 1920 or something like that. And he does not have old man strength. He's actually still growing. You know, he was, it wasn't long ago. He was a fucking nerdy twerp. And now he's a member of the Michigan army national guard. So he's, he's on his way to becoming a badass, but he's not there yet. And if I'm going to catch anybody in the bench press department, it's got to be fucking Parker who you've seen on this show in the chat before on Twitch. Now I noticed recently that Parker had tried to get up. Uh, let's see. I think it was about 185 pounds, maybe 180 pounds. And he had one of the uh, team members of uh, Team Knuckle Dragger spotting him, and he needed assistance. He could not get it, and that was a couple weeks ago. Well, then I fucked around, and I got I bench-pressed 160. And I was, it was a couple weeks ago, I was stoked about that. Last week, I put 165 on there, and Brian from Team Knuckle Dragger, I, I got the weight, like, off of my chest, but... It stalled. I could not do it. And so, Brian helped me get it up. Now, I know you guys are going to say, ah, Lee said Brian helped him get it up. Well, get your mind out of the gutter. He helped me get the weight off my chest. I could not do it. So then yesterday, I'm like, hmm. Okay, now Parker was in there with the two Knuckle Dragger members. Well, they're all parts. Uh, we're all part of Team Knuckle Dragger. I'm the newest member. Um. Parker was there and then he left. I was like, shit, well, I'm going to make an attempt at my record here. And because I think I'm banging on the door of him. And if I can surpass young Parker in strength, I'm going to rub it in his fucking face because he deserves it. You know? All right. Uh, Maureen, um, you're given a, a hard and fast warning. I think he earned his Pooh Bear points back by showering the NFK uh, in, an, in an effort to be completely fair here. Uh, I have a, uh, I, I usually scream at people for stealing the end of stories. Um, 
This is the first time I've ever warned you, sweet Maureen. So you might want to button it and let Eric do the show. Remember, this is not the Maureen show. This is the Eric Zane show. All you have to do is get your coffee mug, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Zip. All right, now she's doubling down. Okay, you see? Here we go. This is this is how you guys do this. Well, it's so obvious, but okay. Ugh. Hang on a second here. I'll get back to what I was doing, but I'm distracted right now. A sweet Maureen's relatively new to the game, so I might need to bring in Maureen's sister. Sweet Linda, how are you? I'm good. How are you? What's up with your sister? I I have warned her about eating 300. Well, it's 600 on Twitch. I mean. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll. She. I mean, here I am trying to put this show together. There's a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, leaving us a little bit to the imagination. And then she she dumps on it and then uh, responds with, well, it's so obvious, but okay. She can't just say oopsie or nothing. Is that when you were growing up with Maureen, was it like that? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. It would be the rest of the podcast. Okay. All right. <laughs> that is the uh, sweet, sweet sister of Alabama Linda, who, you know, she's relatively new in here. So I try to take it easy on her. Yes, I appreciate that, but no more. <laughs> okay. All right. I love her and I love you. I don't have her number or else I would have called her. Oh, I'll get you her number if you <laughs> want. <laughs> no, it's all good. I can't get, I have a, I, ladies have a, a longer leash. Amanda used to, but she ruined that. She's now on the shortest of leashes, but. Okay. Okay. I'm on no leash though. No, you've never, you've never, I mean, you also worked in radio, so you, and you've heard me talk, um, you know, uh, Rick from TC Paintball says, Eric's very sensitive in his glass house, you'll find, which is ridiculous to say, because again, all I'm trying to do is make the show enjoyable for everybody, but Rick takes offense because he's a jackass. So it's a lot, I mean, this is what I deal with every single day, Linda, you know, I know. I know Rick might be hungry for 600. I think he is. I think he is. Okay. I'm not in the mood to give it though. I'm just in the mood to chit chat. All right. You do your thing. It's your show, Eric. Okay. Much love. (laughs) Love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Glass house. You see now you've taken the, uh, uh, my, my rage. Oh, sorry, Rick. I got to adjust these strings because I know you're weird like that. And if these strings in this hoodie aren't even, you'll lose your mind. What did I do? All I'm doing is trying to do the damn show, Rick. My God. All right. 
Where was I? You see what happens when you guys do this? Because I can't help but my, my mind drifts over there on these comments. It's, it's human uh, instinct and nature. I, I, it's very, very difficult. All right. Where was I? I digress completely, but that's okay. We've got nothing but time. Nothing but time. Okay? Nothing but time. Um, I was a little nervous when I put 165 on, which is what I struggled with last time. I tried to beat my record. This is my record, 165 pounds. All right. And I had uh, one of the guys spotting me, and I threw it up like it was effortless. And then I put 170 on there. Okay, now, I mean... I'd have been happy with just 165, 170. I put 170 on there. And I did that all by myself. No hands were on the bar from my spotter. None. And then I put 175. All right. Parker is in the bar uh, ballpark of about 180. Because I pay attention to what he's benching. He could not do that a couple weeks ago. Maybe he can now. I don't know. I put 175 on there, and I had, I forgot who was spotting me. It was either, either Andy or Brian. And I brought it down, and then it got stuck about five inches off of my chest, and it's just floating there. And their hands are, haven't touched the bar yet. I've got a split second. And if I, if it starts to go down, they're going to grab it. And I, I put it in a low. I shifted into four wheel drive low, and. One seventy-five. I went to throw a high five at I think it was Brian, and he had made a fist for a fist bump. So my open hand grabbed his fist. One of those weirdo things. I go, oh, that was fucking terrible. Here, high five, high five. Who does high five? What an asshole. And then uh, I, I ended up missing the high five. Even I like hit his thumb. Who cares? I was so happy. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, that's right. 175 pounds, bitches. And one of the members of Team Knuckle Dragger, when I walked into the gym, said, hey, have you lost a little weight? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, my God, please. Please say that I'm starting to at least resemble someone who's somewhat less fat. Holy shit. All right. Again, thank you for being here on Twitch, where I can yell at you. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Uh, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also sponsor my Facebook page. Follow me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Andrea says 175 was my max in high school. Yeah, you were a ridiculously strong athlete. In a lot of ways, you still are. I mean, come on. I mean, that actually, that makes me quite happy to know that I have the strength of a high school girl. You, in particular, you may go down in history as the strongest high school female ever. <coughs> Amanda's still whining. 
You know, I sent him a new Tatum video and he's still mean to me. Um, what? I don't know what the fuck you're talking. I didn't, I missed it. And wait, you make it seem like, um, I went out of my way to be mean to you. Anyone who I mean to on the show, let's set up, let's make this perfectly clear. You see, I'm paying attention to your dickhead comments today, audience members. Um, if I've ever been mean to anyone, they've only, they've only betrayed me ahead of time. They've either uh, intentionally derailed the show or continued, continued to not take my advice. That is 100% true. Do you ever see me attacking uh, Adam the Odd in Houghton Lake? Adam, when have I ever said anything, quote unquote, mean to you? Has not happened. Alabama Linda. No, never happened. See? So I don't want to hear any of that shit, Amanda. My God. All right. Facebook brought to you by, I already said that, uh, Twitter, at, uh, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then uh, YouTube, the almighty YouTube, brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, reach out to Frank, 616-914-4070. Okay, let's get to um, what Maureen tried to ruin. And um, let me just say this. I did stick the uh, loofah, which has a uh, handle on it. The, it's, it's, um, it's like a giant pipe cleaner. I did stick it up the NFK's ass yesterday. That is, now I'm not even kidding you. I, um, this is, okay. I kind of, again, I said this yesterday and I feel like it's true even more so now. Had I not gone into radio, I think I would have been an exceptional uh, nurse or caregiver because I do, I have this, um, well, it's got to get done. Somebody's got to do it and it's, the longer I wait, the longer this person's going to be, you know, in a, in a, could become in a, a poor health, you know, whatever it may be. And uh, let's just get it out of the way, get it done. I have a kind of a, a blue collar, take it to take your lunchbox to work, uh, lunchbox to work attitude when it comes to this. And uh, so I really took ownership of the NFK upon picking him up at the hospital. And uh, I got done with that podcast yesterday and, the patreon and uh i said all right buddy let's go get cleaned up it's time for a shower now this story has all sorts of ridiculous elements to it that i'm so excited to tell you about this is some funny ass shit okay and yes i did jam that thing right in between his ass crack and scrub it i scrubbed the shit out of that asshole i mean i was the loofah it was working overtime and um, the only thing I don't regret or the only thing I regret is I did not have a gloves on, okay, to keep myself from touching uh, the leavings that were on the loofah because it's bound to happen. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm going to need to do that. But I scrubbed the shit out of his asshole. It is a, a clean asshole. If someone held a gun to my head and said, you got to go lick an asshole right now, I would have licked his asshole because of how clean it was. I know that because I did a bang up job on that fucking ass. 
And I actually said, I go, Kevy, sorry about the awkward. He goes, it's okay. Thanks for taking care of me. He loves me. And I love him. We have, I have bonded with him by scrubbing his asshole. And then um, I go, okay, turn around. I got to get the, I got to get the other good stuff. And uh, there it was. And the thing is he would have, he would have a normal size pecker if he didn't have that surgery for that hernia, which produced a lot of ball sack meat and he's overweight. So it kind of like surrounds it. So if I actually grabbed it and pushed the fat back, he'd probably have a normal size ding dong, but it's just a little button fucker sticking out there. So I'm like cleaning his dick and his balls area with the loofah and shit. I actually did this before I jammed it up his ass, but no, man, I cleaned the fuck out of him. Okay. Uh, more on the whole sequence of things. Let me, let me back up. Okay. But I wanted to get ahead of that. I wanted to get, throw that out there fast for you to hit hard with the comedy, hit you right between the eyes. But I did that shit. Um, okay. He can move. Okay. He's got a cane and, uh, I help him up the steps. And, uh, now I had forgotten one particular thing. For some reason, Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, does not like him. And Benny, I I guess I'm not entirely sure what Benny would do. Benny growls at Bruce when Bruce comes in the room because uh, he thinks that Bruce is going to steal one of his babies. <laughs> And Bruce keeps his distance. However, he lunges at Kevin. Did I remember that Benny is right inside of the room that we have to go through to get to the shower? Fuck no. No. And that's where our adventure begins. It's a comedy of errors. I go, hey, let me run ahead and I'll get the water going. So I walk through the room. Benny sees me. Oh, there's my dad. Oh, there's my dad. I'm now in the bathroom, and as I'm turning on the hot water, I hear Benny. Ruff. He's a house. He's got a real loud bark. Ruff. And he lunges. And he, I don't know if his face hit Kevin's leg or if he, I don't think he bit him. I, I guess I don't know. I was too mortified. Now, Kevin cannot, at the least, at the very least, he startled him massively, and Kevin is having a hard time walking. And if he fucking falls, we're talking Daryl Stingley, okay? We cannot have that happen. So this is a, this is bad news. So in an instant, I'm like, oh, no. The time that it took me to walk from turning down the shower to the five feet away, ten feet away where they are, I'm like, I'm expecting to see Kevin on the floor. So I was worried and I go, and then he goes, asshole. he screams, he screams at Benny. Kevin did not fall over. And then I get out of here. I give him one of these little whack on the head. Well, now Benny is so traumatized by this. He acts like I just cut off his ears and he goes, oh, oh like a bitch. And I'm like, what the, oh, come on. And I go, Kevin, I'm so I'm like, uh, dog, I go, are you, are you okay, buddy? Yeah. He fucking lunged at me. Mother shit, fuck. 
fucking shit. I go, oh my God. Well, yeah, that's ridiculous. I am so sorry. You know, this is rough. Okay. Uh, process that. Then, um, in fact, after he got into the shower, I go, uh, I'm going to get him out of there for the next time you walk through. So I actually, I go and I pick him up and he's just like, oh, this is the worst day of my life. I can't believe you abused me. He's like that. You know, he's like any, any, uh, any 19 year old today, the dog is behaving like that. You know, if there was an open window, the dog would throw uh, herself himself out because he's just like any young person today or, you know, whatever. Throw himself in a wood chipper. I carry him into Madison's room and I close the door. Put a pin in that, as they say. All right. I go, okay, buddies, get your clothes off. So I have to very carefully get his clothes off because he's, uh, you know, he's, I have to take the uh, collar off that's around his neck. Um, okay, I help him. He can't put his arms over his head. So you got to be very careful getting the sweatshirt off. Okay, no big deal. And uh, the water is uh, is on. And then uh, it's, you know, um, got the hose. It's the wand, shower wand, which I installed because I'm a certified plumber. And uh, it's like dangling on the ground. Not on the ground. It's hanging. So all, all I got to do is pick it up. So he's in the shower now. And I have the door open. It's a walk-in shower. And I grab it. And I, as I'm saying, hey, tell me. This is another mistake I made. Instead of saying, hey, put your hand out and test the water or whatever to see if it's too hot. And it, it was too hot, but I didn't test it that way. I took it and I just pointed it at where his incision is. And I mean, that's already a very sensitive area. And this water is about 700 degrees too warm. And he goes, ah, <laughs> ah, I want to burn baby. Charlie Babbitt. I want to burn baby. I want to burn baby. I'm like, oh no, I just fucking burned this guy. And he goes, Jesus, my fucking Christ, man. Shit, fuck, man. He's too hot, man. Turn it down. I go, oh, fuck, shit. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. And then uh, I go, here, I'll you you do it. I'll just hold it. And you tell me. And he puts his hand in there. He adjusts the thing. He goes, okay, that's good. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Kevin. It's okay. It's okay. And then, uh, all right. Wash his hair. This is the best shower he's ever had in the last 10 years. Okay. I got spots that have not been gotten in forever because I don't, I know, I know he doesn't use the loofah, the handle loofy scrubber, scrubber thing. Uh, I know he doesn't use it, even though we told him to. So, I mean, fuck. I mean, last year when we had that come to Jesus with him, he had only taken two showers in over one year. So, you know, it's not like he's suddenly going to be particularly vigilant in his cleanliness. But I'm getting all the good parts. I'm like, I'm scrubbing his underarms. And I, like I said, I just jammed his asshole full of that thing. That was the last thing I did. I mean, that asshole is, is spick and span. It is now America's cleanest asshole until he shits himself, which he may have done. And then, um, okay, that's it. Let's get out of the shower, big guy. Come on, come on, guy. So he gets out, and I have to, I have to wipe down his asshole, his crack, and his Johnson. I am actually cleaning his balls. I am, I am nursing it. I am all about it. 
And I am this far away from his little mushroom button dick. I am. I'm not kidding you because I had to get down low and it's staring me right in the face. I could have poked it with my nose. I was that close to it. That's what you got to do. That's what Eric Zane, blue collar nurse does. He takes care. So, okay. Uh, then I had to change the dressing on the back. Uh, not where the uh, incision was, but there was these, these holes in his back where these drains were, you know. And I had to change that out. And then I had to change the pads on his collar and, and wash them uh, so that they were clean. They were a little grimy. Clean the collar. Put, put, them, put them back together again like fucking Humpty Dumpty. Put his clothes back on. Put his collar back on. And All right. We are done. Done, done, done. And then that was it, man. Let him downstairs. It's over. Uh, okay, so then uh, let him downstairs. Got him into his chair and got him his meds. Now I go, I go, Kevin, it's the hardest thing you're going to do all day. The rest of the day, all you got to do is relax. So, And he's super appreciative. I'm telling you, we are bonding more than we ever have. Okay. You would have to think that uh, you would be bonding if you're scrubbing someone's asshole. But I don't know. I'm just looking at it as kind of like this is my job. This is this is what I have to do. I am very blessed to be able to be uh, caring for him. I mean, if not, who else is going to do it? And I, I, a lot of it has to do with having the podcast. If I wasn't uh, able to have this podcast and be here in the home with him, um, I would be fucked or he would be fucked. There'd be a lot of fucked. And I don't know. It just seems to work out best this way. You know? Um, remember I said, put a pin in that. Poor Benny. Um, when I quickly set him in Madison's room, I just set him down there and, uh, and then I close the door. I go back in there and I look at him on the bed and he's like, and he's just like hating his life. And I'm like, well, is he still, are you still hurt by all that? No, probably. But then he's, the two cats are in there and they're both on the bed and their ears are sideways and they're all just staring at each other. And Benny always wants to get at them, but if he's faced with it, he's frightened of the cats. And they they didn't move. The cats were on the bed when I put Benny in there, and they didn't move. And Benny is on the bed next to them, but he looks like, you know, he's being held against his will. And they're just sitting there with this both with so pissed. And they and Benny's like, please don't kick the fuck out of me. Don't do it. And Lincoln has claws. He would he would beat the shit out of Benny. And Benny's just like, oh no, this is the worst day of my life. First, my my the guy who takes care of me brutalized me. And now these demon creatures are gonna kill me. Oh no. So I'm like, oh fuck. And then I walk in and both cats go. <laughs> And I think they're doing it to me. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you bring? Why did you bring this asshole in here? We don't get along. If it were a bit, if it had been O'Neill, they wouldn't have cared because O'Neill does not give a shit about them. Benny has tried to uh, chase them from time to time. So, oh my God, what a! And I go, okay, Benny, let's get out of here. 
I lead him downstairs, and he's still rattled. I take him uh, to go get a drink of water because he won't. He, I have a water bowl for him in this room. He won't drink out of it. I take him downstairs. Okay, buddy, let's go get a treat. And he gets into the laundry room, and I go, "Come here." And I'm, pe- I start petting him, and he's shaking. And then he pees. He just starts to pee right there. I'm like, oh, my God, you poor thing. He's just distraught beyond belief. I'm like, what the fuck? So then uh, I clean it up, let him outside. He goes, he finishes going pee out there. He comes back. And then I sit down on the floor, and he actually gets in my lap and buries his face right between my uh, torso and my arm and just sits there like, The dog's like, Kenny. I'm like, they're there. It's okay. I had to pet him for like 15 minutes to bring him back. Oh, my God. That was my day. Can you believe that? That all happened. That is your day in NFK. I'm hoping for things to be... I learned a lot. There's a li- I hope th- I'm hoping for smooth, uh, smoother uh, uh, things happening today. My God. Um, Stevie says, Benny reminds me of another person in Eric's family. Do tell. I don't know who you're talking about. Chris quotes Benny as saying, you're going to kill me now, dad. Uh, Adam says, I never knew that poor eyed fucker was so edgy. Yeah. He came from a very rough spot. Uh, the Duchess of New Jersey. Who would have thunk that Benny is the most high-maintenance creature in the Zane household? I don't know. I think we're all pretty high-maintenance. I, I would say of the on the high-maintenance scale, Diana is the least amount of maintenance. All right. Very emotional. Cries a lot. Stevie is suggesting that Madison... And Benny are the same. Maybe. I'll let you I'll I'll let you tell her that. <laughs> All right. Thank you if you followed me on Patreon. What the hell just signed up yesterday? Michael Thomas? Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Yes. Michael Thomas, thank you for signing up on Patreon yesterday. He signed up for $5 a month. Uh, He may be doing the old, let's see how this is. If it sucks, I'm canceling it. The beauty of it is, if you listen for one day after you try me out on Patreon, and and it sucks, and you cancel it, you still get the rest of the month. So, in case you're thinking, I want to cancel it now, you know, before I forget, because it stinks so much. (coughs) Excuse me. And if you like it, I'll let you convert it into a yearly and I'll save you 10%. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, slash Eric Zane. That's E-R-I-C, Zane. 15 plus hours of additional audio content of different varieties on my Patreon. It all involves me because I'm the biggest fan of me. I have the free daily Patreon bonus podcast. 
Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia when Dale takes you all on in trivia for cash. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's 200. 200? On Northern Michigan's Q100. What the hell was that? You get it uh, before it even airs and without commercial interruption. The Lost Zane Recordings, my old radio show in long-form full shows released twice a week. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which this week happens tomorrow at 7 p.m. Okay. Thanks to the tax hobbit, the Gins, Troy Ginzer, deadly from downtown. Excellent ball handler, too. Tag accounting. No matter where you are in the audience, where your location is, whatever part of the country you are in, Troy wants to do your taxes. Go to the website, tagcpa.net, and everything you need to know is there. All the contact info, either email or just calling on the phone. Please say early in either the call or the email, Eric Zane sent me, You are doing my taxes. You have till, what is it, April whatever, April 15th? I don't even know. I don't care because in early March, I'm scheduled to get my taxes done by the Gins. I don't know. That's your job. You do it. Here's my info. He takes care of everything for our personal taxes and for the business side of things on the Eric Zane Show podcast. In fact, last year, he goes, what are you doing? I go, what do you mean? He goes, you're not paying enough tax. You're going to get bent over. Remember that story? And uh, he says, you need an S-corp. I go, what is that? He goes, you don't need to know. I'm in charge. He runs the business for the Eric Zancho podcast. I actually pay him to do everything. Uh, you may have need of, uh, of that too. If you're in a uh, your own self-employed small business, he can do that. Yeah, Hell, even for a medium or a large size business, he can do it all. But what we're talking about here is your individual tax return. 616-301-9516. That's taxes. That's a big deal. Uh, Make the phone ring. As you should for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage when you're ready to get a mortgage. Whether it be your first mortgage, your uh, 10th mortgage, doesn't matter. Maybe a refi. Maybe you're, uh, maybe you're one of these people who buys uh, properties and then flips them. You need mortgages for all those. Have Mario be your guy. He's my guy, and he should be your guy, too. 231-332-6505. He and his staff will work tirelessly for you. Some of you he will have to work harder for than others, okay? Because the way the world is set up, uh, he handles all sorts of different scenarios. Uh, Someone who has a terrific credit score, This is an easy process. So anybody can do that mortgage. Um, But he also makes sure that he caters to people who have a horrible credit score for whatever reason. No judging here. And and that's half the battle. Sometimes people are like, I'm kind of embarrassed by this. And um, but I can you get me a mortgage? I mean, even with my credit, that's kind of stinky. Um, Well, nothing's guaranteed, but he's going to work his ass off to try to make that happen. He's even had clients who he said, I cannot get you a mortgage. 
However, I've been in the scenario you've been in. Can you let me, will you take some advice on how we can get you improved quickly to get you that mortgage? This is a process. Call Mario, 231-332-6505 today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Okay, one more. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, of course, Joe Martinez, Senor Martinez. My gosh, I love this man so much. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Make sure your furnace is running as efficiently as possible right now. We have a, because that thing's running a lot, especially where we are here in West Michigan. Right now it's 15 degrees and it's not going to get much warmer than that here. We're in the, we're, we're in Arctic air zone right now. Eh, you know, whatever. So we don't go outside for six months out of the year around here. That happens. Uh, the furnace is running nonstop. Get it tuned up so it runs effectively and efficiently so that you're not wasting whatever it is you're burning and uh, it's costing you more money. 616-516-8579. If you need a new install, he's going to install the Cadillac of uh, the industry comfort maker brand of furnace or air conditioner. Okay. Kyle says, just put on some layers and go for a walk outside. It's not that cold. No, you're right. You're right. And I did take the dogs for a walk yesterday. Very icy around here. Almost got killed because Daisy tried chasing the mail truck. And she's strong. Uh, but I'm not, like, going to hang out all day out there. I can just feel the moisture being sucked out of my, out of my skin and the wind burning my face. My God. I want to get to the story about um, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bruce Arians. This guy's an old timer. I think he's like in his mid 60s. Now, back in the day, if you're a football coach, like let's say Woody Hayes, you know, Bo Schembechler, a Schembechler. You know, he'd grab your face mask and pull you around and just beat the shit out of the players. And then uh, Dr. Anderson would be having butt sex with the players. And he'd be like, yeah, enjoy your butt sex. Fuck you. By the way, the school, Michigan, just settled uh, a $490 million settlement with 1,000 plus victims of Dr. Anderson. Go blue. What does that work out to? Four hundred and ninety million divided by a thousand. Let's just do that. That means each person, I think most of you could have figured this out without a calculator. Four hundred and ninety thousand dollars per. That's crazy. What an amount of money. All right. And then like Woody Hayes from Ohio State. Uh you know, he like that one scene in the Gator Bowl back in the 70s. You old timers may uh, may 
Remember this, the Clemson player picked off Art Schleister or something like that. Schleister's like, oh, fuck, I just, yes, I just threw the game. Gambling addiction like none other, incredible. And then Hayes goes up to the player from Clemson and punches him like under the fucking face mask. He was so pissed off. The guy picked the ball off. He punched him in the face. Now, none of this is uh, is good. None of this is good. All those examples are terrible examples of it. It should never have happened. But I'm just, you know, kind of setting the stage here. Bruce Arians of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did not do any of this. I'm going to show you what he did. In the Tampa Bay Philly game, this moment happened. Uh, Philly muffed a punt. And then uh, they were like scrambling for the ball and the Tampa players are jumping on, on top of it. And this dude, Andrew Adams from the Bucks, he's like uh, pulling players off of the pile and talking shit. Bruce Arians wants him to stop because he's afraid of him getting a penalty. In fact, he said, um, uh, God, what was the, I don't want to get to it right now, but he, he ended up saying, yeah, I've seen enough stupid. I didn't want him to get a penalty, so that's why I did what I did. This is what happened. Here's here's the problem. When the ball gets mu- Hang on, that's loud as shit. All right. Often. Okay, right here. Bruce Arians comes in. He's pretty excited. He takes a whack at Adams. All right, now I'll, I want to watch that again in slow-mo. Adams doesn't care. He's like, hey, what, what the fuck are you doing? Um. This guy's trying to pull someone off the pile. 26 Adams here. And uh, and Arians comes uh, uh, strutting in. He says, hey, knock it off. And he, he smacks him on the head. And then that's it. Now, the way they describe this, they made it seem like it was, like, terrible. Bruce Arians comes in. He's pretty excited. He takes a whack at Adams. And <laughs> I don't know if he's... Troy Aikman laughs. Adams barely notices. Um, when it happened in real time, no one noticed. It was this replay that turned everything on its head. Now, he's been fined $50,000 for abuse of his of his own player. Look at Bruce Arians comes in. He's pretty excited. He <laughs> takes a whack at Adams. <laughs> that is so awesome. Okay. So, uh, okay. A $50,000 fine. The Duchess of New Jersey says, so would Bruce Arians swat Tom Brady on the helmet? I don't know. Is Tom Brady pulling people off of a pile and talking shit? I see what you're trying to do there. Who knows? I don't know. How about, how about we focus on what's actually going on? That is Bruce Arians slaps this guy's helmet and says, hey, shut the fuck up. Arians defended his actions on Monday, saying that he was trying to prevent Adams from committing a penalty. Arians apparently thought that Adams was going to try to pull Eagles players off the pile following a muff punt by Philadelphia by uh, Jalen Rager or Rieger. I've seen enough dumb, Arians said. (coughs) Excuse me. Hang on. You can't pull guys out of the pile. We just got a big play, great field position. He's trying to pull a guy out of the pile, and I was trying to knock him off that guy so we didn't get a penalty. 
They fined him $50,000 for striking a player. Oh, my God. This, to me, is, I don't know. This is just stupid. This is this is uh, more of that mindset of, uh, well, there's a lot of pussies in the world, frankly. This is on the show Undisputed with, uh, what's the guy's name? Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Listen to these two sit around and agree with each other. How boring is this and how shitty is this? Just maybe, maybe the familiarity. I... I don't know. Maybe he has some kind of relationship where they feel like they have nah. a two-way street. I don't think so. No. Nah. But but not only did he slap him upside the head, then he kind of goes after him with the left is with his elbow. You know, he right. kind of elbows right. into him. It was like yeah. crazy behavior. No, it wasn't. I didn't see that. I didn't feel that way at all. What do you guys think? It was like what I say about Psycho Tom, where he just goes crazy during a game. It's like B.A. went Psycho BAs Brucearians. I, I, it's such a bad look, especially to your point in 2022. On a big skip, skip. Uh, let me tell you something, skip. Uh, skip, let me tell you. You cannot do that, skip. Stage game, right? On Fox, skip. Playoffs, you just can't do it. And and I'm hoping, as <laughs> as I hope Dak apologizes today. I hope BA kind of. I, I would prefer him to po- apologize, but at least give us some perspective on this. He was act- asked by Rick. Shannon Sharp looks like a really muscly fucking Urkel to me. He looks like Urkel on steroids. Crowd down in Tampa last night about it, and he just and he sounds like fucking mushmouth. Dismissed it like, yep, that's exactly what I did. Like he thought it was perfectly within bounds, and I thought it was way out of bounds. No. Skip, skip. That's what we do as players. <laughs> When you up this guy, I could never ever take anyone serious who sounds like a fucking idiot. Another player, and you like, okay, we're gonna do this. That's how you yeah. shove somebody in the side of the head. That's how you shove somebody in the yeah. face. But I'm not gonna sure. let no coach. I, I've never had a coach that I've been that familiar with as a grown man. <laughs> because, Skip, I'm at home. Skip. I can hear Mike. I can hear Alex. I can hear what people were saying if you wanted to get my attention. You can yell my name. This this reaction is as if Bruce Arians uh, uh, pulled out a fucking Tommy gun and shot everybody on the field. We're at home, and I'm back. Skip, I'm three feet away from you. I'm five feet away from you. I can hear everything you're saying. You could have said Anthony. Does Shannon Sharp have Williams syndrome? Look at the size of his mouth. I mean, the actual uh, uh, amount of space that it takes up on face. It's like it's three inches too large. Get the hell up out of there, bro. You're going to get a penalty. What are you doing? But to hit him side the head in that manner. Skip, it was like he, it was like he, what are you doing? Oh. What I'm doing about to whip your you know what. Okay. Good. Now we got a situation where I got to address, I got to address like, I'm very fortunate <laughs> that I played with coaches that had a lot more respect than me. Yeah. If I'm Skip Bayless on that show, I'm just laughing. I'm just cracking up every time this guy talks. Skip, 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 I was Skip. I think that's what it comes down to, Skip, 
because it's a respect thing. And I'm not, and I just yeah. I think in that situation, B.A. let his emotions get the best of him. I understand, Skip, it's the playoffs, and you know, you go home, it's finality to this. But I agree. that is unacceptable. I got it. And Shannon, to your first point, I, you see, this would be a good show if uh, Bayless was like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Are you telling me that this is a big deal? But no, they won't do that. Uh, Jason Mays, coach can't slap a player upside the helmet, but a bunch of grown-ass men can slap each other on the ass after every single play to say, well done. Well, that's a little different. So it's, it's the aggression, I think, is the problem. Wings guy 71 uh, referencing Lomas Brown says, I need to hear him say, that's right, Diane. Lomas Brown and Shannon Sharp in the same room would be, you know, oh, fuck. Those two having a conversation? Jesus. Whew. All right. So that's where I'm going to leave that. That's bullshit that this is even happening. What a stupid thing. No, one more thing I want to get to um, before I uh, before I move on. Not related to that. The uh, 49ers beat the Cowboys at Dallas, and the Dallas fans went crazy. This is Trent Williams of San Francisco. Watch this reaction as he's walking off the field and he's and the cowboy fans are giving him shit. Look at this guy's giving him the finger. Look at this picture is going around here. Look at these two. This this one guy's laughing. This guy's giving him the finger. You got San Francisco uh, San Francisco fans there and then Trent Williams is pointing at the guy and cracking up. Yes. Fucking A. <laughs> Cowboy fans flipping off Trent Williams gave us one of the most iconic photos in 49ers history. Yes, I am so happy that this happened. I love the Cowboys fans because they're actually kind of taking it in stride while they're giving him the finger, and he's just rolling with it. That is the way to handle that. Oh, yes. I love it when we see human sides of athletes, you know, beyond just uh, running and hitting each other and and doing great things uh, on the field when they're actually, uh, when something like this happens. Uh, all right. Before I bring in Kyle for Let's Kill with Kyle, don't forget Full House Comedy. Uh, if you want to go see a comedy show, fullhousecomedy.com, scattered throughout the uh, greater West Michigan area. And beyond, fullhousecomedy.com. Brett Ernst is in town this weekend. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Terrific organization, working very hard to earn your business, servicing all makes and models of Asian, domestic, and European vehicles with the exception of with the exception of uh, Volkswagens. Of course, specializing in hybrids uh, and, uh, and EVs. So if you want to take advantage of that, that's all you have to do. 
Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Google reviews like you wouldn't believe. Amazing. You can uh, get uh, see all of those by going to Irvine's.com. Sarah Honda Granville invites you over to see them and check out their fine selection of certified pre-owned cars. We're in that funky spot right now that if you want a brand new car, you kind of like have to pick it out and then they say, all right, it'll be here soon. So what the what they're doing at Sarah Honda Granville is you're basically sitting down and, and picking out everything you want on the vehicle. And then uh, it's almost like a custom job for you. That That's how it's being positioned. But that's that's fine if you want to do it that way. But then they are loaded down with certified pre-owns and used cars, which just the way the way of the world right now until we kind of uh i mean it's like the biggest concern in the world uh getting rid of covid and getting chips in cars for god's sake until that gets rectified uh you're getting a certified pre-owned or a used car and they have a ton of them at sarah honda granville online at sarah honda granville.com shop online there or check them out at their showroom on kenawa right by the cracker barrel where you can get a glass of water with bleach. Talked about that story on the Patreon. Every so often, uh, once a week, actually, on Thursdays at about this time, I uh, bring in the one and only Kyle from uh, from Dumpster Divers. We are okay. good. We- yeah, there we go. Okay, uh, now, now, now you're back in your original surroundings, so the uh, you're you're back to being shiny. Last time we spoke to you, you were in a different setting, and I didn't see the shine. But now you're shiny again. Okay, so that's good. I'm shining. Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, I feel shiny. When I feel shiny, I feel good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. What What's going on in your world, Kyle? Thanks again for joining us. <laughs> so uh, first thing I was going to say is that it was funny when you texted me about the bangers again. Because I um Saying bangers, it, it like mentally helps me prepare. I feel like I feel like when you when we call them bangers, it's just a better show. Well, I know that people that are much younger than me use that term, like "Oh man, this song's a banger," or "I got," or whatever it is. And you using "Hey man, I got bangers," I was like, "I got to get on board with that." So for me to use that, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that it made you feel good and kind of got you in the mindset of preparing for this show. You know, the funny thing is, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, if you have the knowledge to do this, isn't it like British? Like, doesn't that come from British people saying like bangers and stuff? I'm not positive, but I think bangers might be, uh, I've heard the term people uh, who are, who are uh, uh, in Great Britain say bangers and mash. Yeah, see, that's what that's what I was thinking. We need someone to Google this for us. That's yeah, what we need. <laughs> uh, Adam uh, says bangers are sausage, but here in the U.S., that's not. You know, so if you were to be in England and you said, "Oh man, hey guys, check check, I got some bangers for you," and you're talking about songs, they're gonna be like, "Well, you got <laughs> you got sausage, holy shit!" I think that's the correct response to when someone yells to you that they have sausages. I yeah. think you say, holy shit. I think that's the way to go. Well, <laughs> and also in England, this is true. Uh, and it's just the craziest thing, but uh, a fag is a cigarette. Did you know that? 
Yeah, that that I had I had a little knowledge on. But you know, if you were to say here in the U.S., man, I gotta I, I want to suck on a fag, you people would be like, well, wait a minute, that's 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 way not not cool to say. That's a real problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Have you ever been a fag you know. sucker? No, no. I mean, no. I've, I mean, I've tried a cigarette before. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not. I've never bought a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> if you were doing stunts for me, I'd have you go out on the street and ask people if they've got any fags. <laughs> hey, that would be cool. Doing stunts. I mean, hey, this could be a development <laughs> later. Later in time. I think you'd be excellent at it. Um, just because you're the way you carry yourself, I think you'd be hilarious at it. <laughs> That I, I agree with you. I think yeah. I, really, I think that would be. I think we gotta talk about it for uh, you know when it's warm. Right, right. Perhaps, man. All right. Um, excellent. So off the top of your list today, what are what are some of the bangers you have for us today, Kyle? Yep. So first thing is now that people can see me. Listen, guys. I know I need a haircut. Okay. Um, I need a I need a nice little haircut. That's that's true. Um. It's going to happen soon. Problem was, just in case anybody was wondering, problem was there's, like, a lot of little kids in my family. You know what I mean? Like, I got a kid. You know, I got nieces and, like, tons of nieces and nephews. And with this, like, everybody's sick, like, all the time now, right? Like, all the little kids are, like, sick 24-7. So, I just, you know what I mean? Like, and the the way the world is now, it's like, if you have ever seen a sick kid in your life, you can't get a haircut. You know what I mean? So, I'm just, everybody's... Per, get pretty close to fine now. So a haircut's going to be happening before the next show. Okay. So are you suggesting that this audience is going, Hey man, let's talk about Hi- Kyle's long hair. Is that, is that, is, I mean, have you seen that? Cause I haven't seen that. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean like from the cop. I'm just imagining, like, I know you guys can see me. I'm just like, imagining like somebody like sitting there, like hand on chin, watching the show, just kind of listening. Wow. It looks good. Go, that fucking guy needs a haircut. I don't, I disagree. I think your hair looks awesome. What do you, I think, I think you're your own worst critic is what this is. No, it's, it's out of control, man. Especially when I, when I get out, like I'm driving around and stuff and I get out of the truck and the wind's blowing. It's not good. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you, I think it looks fine. Sarah says, I love your hair. I think your hair is luxurious. Hey, I'll take it. If I can get the luxurious label from, from Eric Zander, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, good. All right. What else you got for us? So I got on here. Um, uh, this is just another mention thing. I was listening to last Friday, maybe, when you put on like that show, but it wasn't live. It was like from the past, you know what I mean? Like the the not best of or whatever. Yes. Um, I was listening to that, and here's what here's the conclusion I came to, Eric Zane. You in the old days, because you mentioned in the like the intro part, you're like my timing was different. You know, I talked different, that type of stuff. Your past Eric Zane kind of sounds like current Kyle, if you ask me. And I guess, I think that's why you cut me off in the stories because it brings you back to times of the past. Okay, so maybe too many details. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying I, I don't. One of the, the first stories that popped up, you started talking and you were like cutting yourself off and like going different directions within your own sentences, ah. which is me. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Okay. That's the college delivery method, I guess. Okay. That, well, you know, I can totally see that. And that's interesting to hear from your perspective. I still do that to this day to some degree, but um, maybe, maybe not as pronounced or maybe it doesn't happen as often. I thought you were going to say that I like maybe to be like you. I tell some dumb story about how you changed your hair in order to break the ice with the stupid coworkers. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I was just, yeah, your, your delivery. And this, and this actually uh, kind of brings us full circle to like two months ago. Your, your delivery is similar to me, which means your delivery is pretty Aspergery. So <laughs> uh, in the old days, now you're, you've healed yourself. Um, okay. But the old days were pretty Aspergery. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, I've often said autism is so amazing. I want it. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Well, I mean, they always, I, they, I'm not kidding you. There's a, um, when my wife, uh, she, uh, well, she works in the schools and there is one young person who has, um, who has like this gift. And what it is, is if you ever saw the film rain man, yeah, yeah. I think we talked we talked about this person before the last time we were talking about Aspergeriesness. Oh, okay. Um, about the kid who can remember all the dates. Yeah, yep. Oh. Which is cool. It's incredible. I'm like, how do you even do that? But he he does. I mean, if if you I don't know. if you say to him, um, what was what day of the week was my birthday in 1985? And he sits there for about this long, and he says that was a Wednesday. And I, and I'll tell him my yeah, birthday. I'll say, "What what day of the week was my birthday? July seventh in nineteen eighty five. And he'll say, "That was a Wednesday, Eric." And I'm like, and then I look it up. I grab the phone, look it up in the calendar, and he's right. Like how the how incredible. I know. Anyway, yeah, I watched. I did. This is this is off topic of what I wrote down, but I did watch this um uh like this thing about like superhuman like like superhumans, but like people who can do that stuff. Um, I think it was called superhumans. But anyways. This one dude was basically like saying how he can like solve any math problem at any time, and he'll just like th- think of it, like like think of the numbers, right. and the number just appears in his eyes, like he can see it in his eyes. Like, That's, I'm like, yeah. how crazy would that be if someone, like, hey, what's this? And then the number just pops up in your eyes, and you say it, and it's right every time. Right. That's some crazy. some people suggest that what is these what these things are, are evolution happening before our eyes and and uh and they're they're these are people these are people who are kind of getting some of the evolutionary traits but not all and so they still have dumb shit maga stuff in their symptoms and then they have the the, (laughs) they have the super brainiac stuff too uh and uh so there you go uh and then there's a there's a comment is a symptom of Asperger's the ability to make up words suggesting that you may have Asperger's. Uh absolutes for sure. <laughs> All right, what That's else how I feel about it, you know what I mean? What else you got, Kyle? Um so I before I get into uh like t- just two other things I did where uh, remember when everyone was like ripping me a new one and beating my ass about that lame story, and then um, I had to like hop in the truck, so I signed off. But then you you were gonna bring me back in um, to ask me like, oh, like, are you okay or whatever? But you brought me back in, but I was gone. Right. So on my screen, the only thing that popped up was that name that I wrote down before I signed into the um, yeah 
to the Zoom. Okay. And the name I wrote down was Balchanian. <laughs> and you freaking, you like wanted to bring me back in. And the only thing that popped up was Balchanian. And then you like exited out really fast. That was funny, man. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for pointing out that, that moment when I almost brought you back in. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, the only reason I wanted to mention it is because I wrote down Balchanian and I don't, I don't know where that ever came from, but I know it was in a movie or like a it was. show at some point. It was. And it's just funny. I don't know. Uh, Men in Black. Balchanian was on Men in Black? Correct. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. I like that. Will Smith. Thanks for telling me that because that solves a lot of stuff yeah. in my mind. All right. We're, we're, we're starting to get stuck in the mud here. Would you, would you fucking get it together so yep. we can talk? Yep. All right. Let's do it. Um, so the day in history, right? So I looked it up um, about what happened in today in history. Nothing really, but here's what ha- here's what we know. Today was, I guess, probably unofficially, the first um, game of basketball was played today in 1892. Um, so here's what we know. Only took us, you know, about 130 years to fuck that game up. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're a... Uh- I take it not a fan. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I grew up, I started watching basketball in the 90s. And like, you know, I missed like the, like the, you know, the 89, 90s, you know, like the, like the Pistons teams and they're real good. So me and my dad will watch like, like little documentaries and stuff about the bad boys. And so I'm like, I was real. I'm really into that type of basketball. You know what I mean? Like playing defense, team ball, you know what I mean? Like winning that way. I just, I can't get into it nowadays. It's, you know, just a bunch of dudes just jacking shots. I... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's been a little wonky there. Look at you're you're frozen. Uh-oh. Come on back. Look at him. He looks fantastic. It looks like you're actually pushing. Okay, you're starting to come back. You're starting to come back. I can't do it. Okay, Uh-oh. you're starting to come back. You were you were gone for about oh, I'm, you I'm were back, yeah. yes, you were gone for about thirty that seconds. Was weird. Sit still. Try that. This is okay. I'm sitting still. <laughs> um, did you did you hear did you hear me say everything or no? I we uh, it it went away when you were talking about team play. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, basically just talking about how I don't really like basketball today. It's just you know, right. yeah, it's just not my my style. But that's all right. I get that too. I don't, but, I don't, I don't watch a bit of it. The only th- I do, however, I have a uh, Grand Rapids Gold game tonight. I love being there in person to see those teams play. But you're, I struggle with it on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. In person games are always a little bit different. Um. Okay. So here is. This is the biggest banger of them all to talk about, okay? Okay, so far you've had zero bangers. <laughs> I feel like they, they banged a little bit, I feel like. You know, they were more than a tink, I would say. I would say it was like a like a steel drum. All right, all right. Get, finish strong with a real banger. All right, so get this, right? I've, I learned that, and I haven't done too much research on this because I just found out about yesterday, but get this, right? They're doing this thing now, and me and Emilio were talking about this yesterday. They're doing this thing now with cows at like slaughterhouses slash um, dairy farms or whatever. 
So they got these bad boys locked up in cages or whatever, like when they're, you know, doing their things or whatever. Sure. And what they started doing is putting like virtual reality headsets and headphones and stuff on the cows while they're locked up. And then they like, so the, like they're saying, oh, we're doing this for the mental health of cows or whatever. But here's the thing. They're just, so in the, in the VR headsets, it's um, like a pasture. Like they think they're in a pasture or whatever. Um, so here's the thing. They're like tricking these cows into believing that they're in a pasture and they're not really locked up. And like, we're not like sucking all the milk out of them or whatever. So it's, it's the matrix, right? <laughs> like that's, that's the matrix. That's the plot of the matrix. So they're doing this is what I want you to know. So they're doing this with cows. You're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like they're, I'm sure the cows hate it. I mean, those fucking things are huge and they're put it on their fucking heads. The it's probably like torture for the cow. The cow, they get this fucking thing off. I'd rather just look at the wall than have this stupid thing on my face. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like, I know, I know. There's a lot of thoughts to have about. And by it. the way, what uh, if the cow is? Like, what if the cow is just like, oh, here I am. I'm in a field. Like, well, chill. Like, this is cool. I think and that that's, that I, I'm gonna have to see proof of this because it sounded fake when you talked about it. But uh, Jason is just saying it's uh, that sounds like a Babylon B article, which is like the Onion. You know. I got to You're right. I do got to look it up. But the thing, one of the things I saw was like video. Like it was like a video footage of a, like cows with oh. like headsets on. Okay, hold so, on. Our cows. I mean, that, that could be fake too. You're right. These days you don't know. It could be fake. But if it's true, we're doing the matrix to cows, dude. That's pretty messed up. Uh, let's see. In 2019, the cows in Moscow were fitted with a prototype virtual reality headset that simulated green grass in an attempt to see if they could reduce their anxiety. No, I do not think that this is a fake story. This is a true story. Heck yeah. It sounds fake, but it, I, you are correct. Uh, it, this has been attempted in the past. So, yes, that's nuts. Okay, so I didn't. Okay, so I didn't realize that it was. From 2019, so that's that is interesting. I thought it was just like happening now. Well, um, it still may be yeah, happening. I just wanted to make crazy. sure. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't a fake story. Yeah. So that was, it was just trippy because like the Matrix itself, like that movie, like pretty complicated, and there's like a lot of levels to it. Yeah. But then like I'm like, if they're doing it to cows, I'm like, you know, that opens up like the whole wormhole. Like, you know, how far can you go down it to be like. Do we have headsets on right now? You well, know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, we do. It was just trippy because I'm like, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we actually, we actually have what the cows have. That that's actually happening. Uh, so I don't, I don't think they're gonna actually like. Uh, I don't think we actually now have them on. So that that whole thing that you talked about was super dumb. <laughs> Wait, the cows thing? I think this is big news. Uh, I think this is like this whole thing crazy is stuff. whole thing is like, terrible. Zero bangers. You gave me zero bangers today. Not a one banger. <laughs> oh, man. I, th- I felt confident about my bangs on that one, but if I mess it up, I'm sorry. All guys. right. No, no. It's all good because if you fail on your bangers, that's good because I'm going to make fun of you. Um, I, ha- okay. I, I need well, to. Hey, as long as it makes for good TV. I, uh, I need to go down the road of uh, you for a haircut. You called it a hair key. 
Uh, oh, for sure. Absolutely is absolutes. And uh, a banger is a bang. Those are words you shortened today. <laughs> Kyle, I thank you again. Yeah, just shorten up. You're a good man. I appreciate yeah, you. Sure. Yeah. Hey, have a have a safe day uh, delivering dumpsters today. Are, are you are you doing that today? Are you delivering dumpsters? Dude, we're dropping off dumpsters. We're doing some junk removal, having some meetings. It's a it's a pretty pretty good day. I'm still looking for some demo work. Um. So, yeah. Let us know, guys. All right. Very good. I'll talk to you. Okay, buddy. All right. See you guys. Okay. Talk to you, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. He's a good man. He loves being on the show, and he loves you. Thank you, Kyle. I apologize for the uh, uh, visual element to it. I thought I had that secure. I still struggle from time to time. Not a huge deal. As I uh, say hello to uh, the Canadian Twitch Guru himself, the one and only Don Collins, is here. Welcome, buddy. Good to see you. All right. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I got to show you another video. This one just uh, uh, popped. It is um, at a uh, Northwestern basketball game. Okay, hang on a second here. Oh, man. You see, I think I've screwed up everything. All right, I'm back. Thought for a second I was not back, but I'm back. Okay, here you go. You see this guy right here in the red? He's a Wisconsin basketball fan. Cheering on the Badgers. Across the way is the student section for the Northwestern Wildcats. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's like, you know, giving them a bunch of shit during the game. He wants his team to win, you know, whatever. And uh, he sees that the uh, Wisconsin basketball faithful or the Northwestern basketball faithful, there's a number of Asian people that are there cheering on the Northwestern Wildcats. This guy was kind of being a jerk, so some dude busts out his phone and shoots video of this guy giving shit to the Northwestern players. And watch what he does to the Asian students. Okay. back this up so we can get it full screen as big of a screen as I can get look he's the guy goes no oh my god so the guy gives him the finger and then he makes his eyes slanty so that the Asian students will see that you might even be able to get their reaction they're all sitting there like what oh my god look at all these Asian people these Asian, Asian, maybe an Asian, Asian. There's a lot of Asian people that go to that school, apparently, or at least at this basketball game. They're all like, oh, my God, I can't believe this fucking idiot did this. And then they, like, kick him out, you know? 
And then while he's walking out, the students, and then he does it again. He did it again to him. This is, this is ugly. This is not good. You know, this guy, man, tell you what, something like that happens nowadays. You can, I mean, society is willing to end your life because you got caught doing this on camera. It's okay. Okay. If you feel this way, if you feel that it's okay to do that, and let's be honest, it's, it's not, I mean, yes, you can sit there and say, ah, it's just words. It's just being a jerk, but yeah, I know. I just, oh boy. I, it, it's just, uh, it's just kind of real greaseball shit. You know, I listened back to when I, uh, um, in old days on the radio and I, I, I used to mock and, uh, I, you know, things like uh, calling someone gay. If you do that now, man, you're fucked. About the only thing I will do is say that accents are okay because they sound awesome and hilarious. Crank says, I feel racist because I had to squint in order to see the video. <laughs> well, that was the best I could do. There's no, there's no way around it. On TikToks, I couldn't make it any bigger. Maybe I could if I had a little more presence, but thanks for the insult. Um, doing that. Holy shit. This guy, Kate says, I bet he's going to get kicked out of the school. That's the type of thing that that follows you. The whole stupidity, um, of, of, of doing something like that. I mean, he's young enough and old enough to know better. And what I mean by that is young people are more aware of, are, are more aware of shit like that than old fucks. Old people think that it should be okay to do that stuff, you know? But, ugh, God. Yeah, it would not surprise me if he's uh, kicked out of the school and then they, uh, you know, his, his family has to move. He can never get a job. And then that uh, guy ends up, like, killing himself or something like that. Holy shit. My God. I want to see if I can actually make it bigger. Now I'm like, I feel like an idiot. Hang on a second here. No, I don't think I can. I think this is, I'll, I just hearted it. I don't want to do that. I think that's as big as I can make it. Oh, there we go. Is that, that's better, isn't it? Yeah, that's a lot better. Oh, I got it down now, man. I'm happening. Look at him. Look at this guy. Oh, shit. No. Yo. Oh, my God. God, I can't. Oh, shit. He's still doing it. For him to, uh, for him to unapologetically, I mean, I mean, with, uh, and he's sitting around people that know him and probably like him and, and, uh, what, I mean, my God, is there no one in his circle that says, look, dude, you can't be uh, doing that shit. You fucking idiot. I mean, all right. If you can pull that off, you got to at least do it uh, on less of a stage. The whole world knows who you are now. That's that videos, you know, a few hours old, a couple of days old. 
Everybody probably knows who he is. He's probably been kicked out of the school by now, lost his bank account, lost his job. His family's dead. They took his dog. Uh, All those students from Northwestern that he did it to, they've probably all killed themselves. There's huge ramifications because of this. Oh, shit. All right. I would love to help your business. Reach out to me, Eric, at ericsaintshow.com. Join the army of sponsors that have uh, been able to make this show what it is. Thank you so much for supporting the sponsors, like Prince Arming right here. How about them? Shoreliner Striping. Striping parking lots. Who's next? Go. Tag accounting. Oh, my God. All right, we got it going on here. If you... uh, if you have a business that is um, doesn't even have to be a local business, okay? If you have an online platform that is anywhere in the U.S., I can help you. All you have to do is reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I can tell you all about it. Like Frank Fuss. Buyinsurancehere.com, my policy shop insurance. Frank's uh, number, call him or text him, 616-914-4070. First thing you do when you text or call, mention me. Say, Eric, sent me. I need help with blank. Uh, three things that he's really wants me to hit on. Um, first and foremost, the Medicare system. If you or someone you know is 65 or older or getting ready to turn 65, bang on his door and let him uh, wrap you in his insurance hunting goodness. He will help you navigate that system. He did this for my brother-in-law, the NFK. Had this surgery that he just got uh, been done before January 1, Kevin would be massively in debt. Thanks to the NFK sniffing that out, he said, no, 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 you're doing this wrong. You need... He changed Kevin's Medicare policy so that it's it's uh, it has more coverage. So this is not a big out-of-pocket cost for him. Had he not caught that, we'd be screwed. That's what I'm talking about. You probably need some type of Medicare, you or someone you love, uh, Medicare type of a tune-up. I realize not everybody listening to this show is 65 or older. Uh, 55 maybe, but definitely not 65. Um yeah, but you probably know someone. So think about Frank, 616-914-4070. Also, life insurance. Oh, my God. Uh, you need a life insurance policy unless, I mean, if you're single, I could see maybe not. But if you have people that are in your circle, your significant other, your children, what's going to happen in the unlikely event that um, you pass? You know, you just don't know. Um, the last thing you want to be doing is having, after you pass, your family struggling. So spend a few bucks and get this taken care of. Call or text Frank, 614-9, I'm sorry, 616-914-4070. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for this show. They also, that's a managed work. They also do project work the project could be is um you upgrading your equipment 
And why it's important to reach out to these folks at Blue Frost IT is because, you know, let's say whatever you do for your business, you're an expert at that, but you're not an expert as to what equipment you need, right? That's why save yourself time and in a lot of cases money by sitting down for a free complimentary consultation with Alan from Blue Frost IT. You tell him what your business does, what uh, line of work it is, what, uh, what your needs are, and then he's going to say, well, this is the type of tech you should have. It's going to help you purchase, make an informed decision and doing all of that. Okay. Uh, he helps you purchase it too. And then he sets it all up for you. And then he transitions you from that project work to managed work. Because as you continue to, I mean, you, you're not done. I mean, my God, if a year down the road, something goes haywire beyond your control, you need Alan. That's what they do at Blue Frost IT. That's why they've been rated the number one computer company in West Michigan, okay, by their peers, 616-200-8550 for Blue Frost IT. Finally, I just mentioned Prince Army. And if you want to get your uh, CDL, sorry, CDL, what is wrong with me? Your pistol license, so I'm trying to say. I'm getting the test. I'm getting it mixed up with the test that I have to take. Uh, clearly circling the drain here. What an idiot. Anyway, um, pistol school comes up in February. The class is $125 for the CPL CCW class CDL. What an idiot. Uh, uh, February 5th. It's a couple of weeks away. 8 a.m. A Saturday. The class costs you 125 bucks. When you're done with the class, you'll have your certification. You're going to take that over to the county that you live in in Michigan and get your pistol license. If you want more information on this, you can find Prince Arming, like Prince Arming, but no, or like Prince Charming, but no CH, on Facebook, or click on their logo at ericzaneshow.com. You can also get, uh, go to their website, princearming.com, and sign up or just call or text Steve Prince, 616-204-1705. The country of India may need to be destroyed. I have three stories. First one is an update on the uh, cluster f- uh, fuck community in one part of India. The Bead District, B-E-E-D, of the Maharashtra, Ma- Mahara, Maharashtra State. So that's like, you know, Missouri. Maharashtra is where the monkeys were pissed off. Remember this? Some dog mauled a baby monkey. This is months ago. And I'm not making this up. More than one monkey that knew the baby, maybe it was his parents, I don't know, was uh, grabbing puppies off the street and then going to the tops of buildings and flinging them off. I'm not even kidding. Or taking them to the tops of trees and throwing them out of the trees. Puppies. Can you imagine just trying to go about your day-to-day life in this region of the world? 
Maybe you're a merchant or something like that on the street selling, you know, bats to eat or shit like that or a fucking rug and you're just trying to make a living. You smell like shit all the time. It's always a terrible life. You know, you live in a mud hut. You smell like fuck. And, you know, you're, you're doing this job selling your fucking rugs and puppies are crashing down on the ground all around you. I mean, you got to be like, fuck, I got to get out of this place. If it's the last thing we ever do. Well, that, that actually had been happening. 250 puppies and dogs had been killed in the revenge attacks following the death of the baby monkey. Officials with the Forest Department from the Bead District of Maharashtra have caught the monkeys. They have caught them. They trapped them on Sunday. And then here's the thing. They re- Eric Zane, here's the thing, Eric Zane. They released the monkeys back into another part of like the community. And I'm like, well, you fucking idiots. This is why you live in the shithole place that you live. This is why, this is why when these people are walking down the street, there's a chance that a puppy can come flying out of nowhere and crash down onto them. Can you imagine being killed by a puppy flying down from the rooftop? They didn't even kill the monkeys. Shit. Two monkeys involved in the killing of many puppies have been captured by Nagpur Forest Department team in Bede, said Sakyan Kand, Bede Forest Officer, told India's ANI news agency. The monkeys were transported to a forest where they were released. Images uh, uh, released show the monkeys caged after being captured. I'll even share this with you so you can see these assholes. Look at these two. This guy right here, this, this asshole is the one he's a, he's a puppy murderer. This dude, that's not that uh, much larger than the, well, that's no, quite a bit larger actually than the monkeys that we interacted with when we were in Honduras. Now those were fun monkeys. Those were good monkeys, but this dick is a puppy killer and they just let it go. My God. Uh, the attacks had been happening for three months, and it took them this long to catch these fucking monkeys. And it was only two of them. Now, dogs there aren't like uh, dogs here. They don't give a shit about dogs in a lot of countries. Like in Honduras, they're fucking everywhere. Okay? They're like vermin. Dogs are fucking everywhere. They just roam the streets in packs. I've seen this in Honduras. And I've seen it in Memphis. When I visited Memphis, I will never forget the amount of dogs just roaming the street in that shit show city. Okay? What they need to do is get a couple of these monkeys and set them free in Honduras. Not in Honduras. Who gives a shit about that? In Memphis. Okay? So the monkeys finally are caught. But that's not all. Another story, same country, nearly the same scenario, but worse. Monkeys drown two-month-old baby in India by throwing it in water tank. (coughs) God. 
Remember that video I showed you a couple weeks ago of, uh, I forget where it was, the monkey riding the motorcycle or a bike or something like that and then saw a child on the side of the road? We got to watch that again. Monkey on bike steals baby. It's worth it. It's worth the awkwardness of me trying to find the fucking thing. You think I'm kidding. All right, hang on here. We got a stupid ad. Come on. Liberty. Very strange video you're about to see here, a viral video. Uh, you're going to have to watch it a couple of times, really. This is a Oh my god. Bicycle grabbing a toddler and trying to drag the kid away. Come on. One more video you're about to see here, a viral video. Uh, you're going to have to watch it a couple of times, really. This is a monkey riding a little bicycle, grabbing a toddler and trying to drag the kid away. The monkey was a Indonesia entertainment group in indonesia which is why you can hear music in the background the monkey came riding down the narrow street and then holy shit look at the kid i always love understandably traumatized they didn't uh they didn't show but the kid ended up getting up and just walking back to these other uh kids on the step here suffered a few scratches okay that is uh unbelievable every time i see it i can't believe that that actually happened there's a spot in the world where that can take place. Well, all right. Uh, that one ended up okay. This one did not. A group of monkeys have killed a two-month-old child in Bagpat, India, by drowning him in a water tank. You know, the, the, the locals there, they don't give a shit. They don't care. My God, when the, when the monkeys are throwing the puppies off of roofs, okay, they didn't do anything. According to local news reports, the child was sleeping next to grandma in a room next to a terrace. The monkeys entered through the open door and dragged the child away. A station house officer at the local police station in Shandanagar uh, told the Times of India the baby was found floating in the water tank hours later. Local reports, they, they do not care about safety in India. Open water tank, monkeys roaming the streets, stealing people. Local reports added that police are alerting forest officials to take necessary action, describing the monkeys as a menace. Yeah, I mean, my God, just lay waste to all the fucking monkeys. How hard is it to shoot a fucking monkey out of the tree? Who gives a shit about the monkey? Kill them all. I mean, monkey side. This is a perfect, this is a, this is an opportunity. What you do is you get all the local maniacs. Okay. If we had this problem here in the United States, this would be a perfect thing to get all of these militia MAGA scum to actually uh, put them to good use. They have no use here uh, in the United States now. Okay, these are worthless people. So let's go ahead and get all the MAGA uh, scum and people who are in militias uh, and round them all up and say, we need you to, this is a hypothetical scenario, only a little bit of it is true. The part that's true 
is referring to them as MAGA scum. You take the MAGA scum and the militia scum and say, we need you guys. We know you're all stupid and you have bloodlust in your brains. Go ahead and kill all of the monkeys in our communities. And they will do it. And they'll put them in the back of their trucks with Confederate flags and fuck Joe Biden flags and Trump one flags and Trump 2024 flags and don't tread on me flags and truck nuts. And they'll go over to Dean's house and they'll have a cookout and eat the monkeys. That's what would happen here in the United States. If we were, see, we've got it covered. We would not have this problem. Okay. And, um, for the, all these MAGA scum, they would look at this as a race war and that's what they want. And they would love that. So that's essentially what the way they would think it's horrible. I wouldn't think that way, but I mean, I can't, I can't, you know, change the way they feel about the world. It's horrible. That's the only way we could get through this. Thank God they're here. In the event that we are ever attacked by monkeys, we can rely on them to save us. It would finally give them something to do. And then they wouldn't be able to attack our capital and raid our state capitals and uh, uh, kill our police officers. This is all true. This is the way it has to be. All right. Put them in a plastic mire bag and throw them in a tree. Much too strong. Much too strong for that. You need weapons. You need weapons. Okay. All right. Who is our asshole of the day? What do we have here for asshole of the day? First of all, at the gym, team knuckle dragger reunited 175 pounds in the bench press. How about that? Uh, scrubbing the NFK's asshole, Maureen, uh, getting the, her first lecture on the show with uh, uh, j- jumping ahead on the story and possibly guessing the answer and then doubling down when I told her to knock it off. What are you doing? Bruce Arians. Find $50,000 for, I still can't figure out why. Shannon Shop, skip, 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 skip. You don't do that. Skip uh, and Shannon Sharp acted like it was the end of the world. It was so terrible. Oh, my God. Trent Williams laughs at Cowboy fans. Kyle joined us. We had technical difficulties getting him in here. That kind of messed everything up. But he dropped some great Kyleisms on us, including hair key, absolutes, and bang. Asian hate at the basketball game. And the country of India needs to be destroyed. There's actually one more story that I saved. I'll save it for another day, perhaps, on the Patreon. Uh, In fact, I will do that. I'll talk about that on the Patreon. One more story country of India story about something just ridiculous that has happened there. Thank God though, because it gives me something to talk about in the podcast. Who is your asshole of the day? Uh, Maureen says jerk fan making slant eyes asshole of the day. Um, 
Don't forget to give credit to Kyle for his cow matrix hot take. <laughs> Asshole of the day uh, for uh, whoever is, well, the NFL for finding Bruce Arians. Asshole of the day, undisputed, and people who watch it. These are all good suggestions. Um, Mental States of America says we should like think of a name for the cult of the vaxxed. Like they believe something and then they shoot themselves up. You know, I think you're out of something there, but I think you are a very young person and I'm going to give you, I mean, I don't agree with that, but you're entitled to your opinion. That that doesn't matter. But this is what I want to do for you mental states of America, and I haven't seen your name before in here. You don't need to write the word like. You probably say it too much. But as you mature, adults don't do that. And so I'm telling you, from my perspective, as an expert in communication, avoid the word like at all costs. Because it makes you sound like a child. And you don't want that. You want to sound like an adult. So if you have a strong point to make, and in, you, you had a joke, I give you credit for that. But if you had just dropped the likes there, it would read as, we should think of a name for the cult of the vaxxed. Because they believe something and then shoot themselves up. All right. I mean, not the best joke, but an attempt nonetheless. I can't uh, belittle you because of the attempt. I don't agree with that. I think you should get vaccinated, but uh, all right, I, I get it. Easy on the likes. Avoid like. I say this to my daughter all the time. If you, and, and, and I see this. Shmoo Money says, okay, boomer. Look, I'm trying to make you more money because when you get into the job interview with another person who is has the same credentials as you and you're dropping like every other word, that other person's going to get the job. You won't get it. I wouldn't hire you. Okay? So just try to weed that out. Maybe not right away, but over time, you're going to want to banish like. Thank you for listening. I hope that helps. And get vaccinated, okay? All right. Corey is also a young person. He says he's right. Saying like makes you sound like an idiot. I don't know. How old are you, 30? Oh, my God. Okay, so asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Uh, this is going to sound weird. It's, it, it almost sounds like <laughs> I'm 
make I'm insulting the guy. I'm, I'm insulting Asians, but I'm not. It's the guy who made slant eyes at the basketball game. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't make slant eyes at Asian people and say, oh, your eyes are slanted. Fuck you. I mean, come on now. There you go. That is your asshole of the day on today's Eric Zane Show podcast. Asshole of the day, Eric, for pulling a Bruce Arians on Benny. Now, that's funny. That is funny. All right. We have a war going on here. As sexy voice Andrea says, I have a name for the vaxxers. It's sheep. Mm-hmm. And then wise guy 71 says, I have it. Now these are, and this is wise guys 71 words, not mine. I have a name for anti-vaxxers. It's retarded. Now between those two insults, I would say wings guy 71 is better. It's simple. And you can't lose with that word. You see, I still love that word. Okay? I love that word more than anything. But you assholes don't want me to say it. And I want to say it. Okay? Because it's such a great word. But you keep making me so that I can't. And I don't want to upset you. So there you go. I will not say that word as my own words. I'm quoting someone else. So there you go. I would never use that word like because some of you would get so pissed off at me and we just can't have that. All right. Thank you, folks. Enjoy the day. I hope to see all of you on the Patreon. Let me make a good hard push. Why don't you? Why don't you? Ah, what the hell? Five bucks. Join me later on today on the Patreon. Just try it out for one month. That's all I'm asking. A lot of you already have. But for the rest of you, can you join me on Patreon today? I would love that so much. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Eric Zane. I won't let you down. Okay, have a good one. Chris says, isn't it like Zoom or something? That's what Sarah thought forever. Oh, my God. No, it's not like Zoom, you idiot. Dean says, Bosco's February 4th. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. 4 p.m. Please respond. You can respond via the invite on Zaniacs United. And we're trying to get a head count. So either leave it there or send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. I don't know why. It's always difficult to make you guys do that. But February 4th, that's a uh, Friday, I think. Yeah. At 4 p.m. at Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Okay? Thank you, folks. Talk to you down the road. Bye-bye.